0: This podcast is brought to you by Club GG. Create clubs for free and subscribe to win over $200,000 in prizes. Welcome, everyone. We have another very special podcast today. It's episode number 174. I got my good friend, the man, the myth, the legend. I got him right there on his hand and mob. You can see it zoomed in. He's got the buttons down. He's living his best life. He's a freshly World Series of Poker. Great slit winner. He also is a three-time LAPT champion, the only one to ever do that. Nacho Barbero, how are you? I'm great, man. I mean, life is amazing, lady. Can't complain. Well, listen, I know that. I know you can't complain. I do want to just kind of jump right in and lead off about the World Series of Poker bracelet win. $10,000 turbo. You are, I believe, 40 years old. You've been playing since 2006. A lot of close calls, final tables, deep runs. How does it actually feel to get the monkey off the back and and win that? Not, you know, 587000 whatever it was, big score, but to actually get first, get that bracelet, what was that feeling like?
1: I mean, honestly, it's the thing you win. I mean, I was dreaming my whole life. I mean, it's like amazing. Like, it's something that uh, since I started playing poker, you know, I just wanted to be like a bracelet winner, or like make a final table of the main event. Like, uh, now, I, as you said, you know, like I had so many close calls, and like uh, sometimes, I mean, the competition is super tough because you know, like people say, "Oh, so, yeah, this World Series is." Oh, it's so much value, yeah. But you know, when you're playing like 10k, some 5k, even at the end, like they majority are, like really, really good players. I mean, obviously there is a ton of value at the beginning, but then you're facing the best in the world, uh, and you gotta run good, you gotta play good. I mean, it's it's complicated. I mean, like so. I mean, for me, it was like a dream, and it, and you know, you know what happened, you know, like I had a really rough year, so. I mean to win to win that in that moment of my life, it was I think it was just like a, it was like a gift of God, you know. Like it's like, okay, yeah, you you had it too rough this year, we're gonna give you something, and yeah, I felt it like that way, you know. Like I mean, just like something very special, very unique, very. I mean, all my friends were there. Like I mean, and yeah, it was like a literally like the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean in poker, like, not, not even what I won, like, before, or, like, the LAPTs or, like, the high roller in London, like, like they were, like, super special. But this is, like, ten times bigger for me. Like, it's, like, nothing even compared. Like, whenever they, they call you up, you know, for the, the ceremony and you go, like, and you give the speech or they put the play, the, the, the anthem, um, it's, like, the most special thing that you can achieve, like, as a poker player. And uh, it's funny because I was... Um, the first time like an Argentina won a bracelet, it was Ivan Luca, and he won like, I don't remember, I think it was like a $2,500, uh, Negrin, no, yeah, everybody knows him obviously. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing, uh, he was on the final table and I was chip leader of the 5k with seven left. and um, like I had like a hundred blinds or something. And I ended up finished seven, you know, like, and he won the first bracelet for Argentina. It was kind of like a big thing to me. The same night he won it and i was so frustrated you know because it was like what the what the heck you know like i'm first first of seven on a 5k and i ended up finishing i lost like two flips or, like uh queens to kings and i was out seven yeah uh, six max. and i was like wow i was like that was such a like because i really wanted to be the first argentinian to win it you know and he won it and it was like the same night i was like wow this is crazy
0: well and, and tell me basically you lose poker tournaments for a living right that's what we you know i was on the tournament circuit for many years and all the time right you take second or third or you don't cash or you min cash or you final table but you don't win it's it's a tough thing to do because like it's so far and few between that you actually get that winning feeling of course winning some big money final tabling is nice too as well you know how how are you able to over the years sort of take that in like how do you deal with with the 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 times where you don't cash, or you have a losing series, or you travel—you know—how have you gotten? How has that kind of, how have you progressed over the years with that? How, how have you gotten better at, at dealing with, you know, when it doesn't go well? I mean, I don't know if I got better, to be honest. You know, like sometimes,
1: sometimes it's a tournament that I really care. You know, like let's say a, a six max or like something that I I really enjoy playing. It's kind yeah. of hard, you know, you put like three, four days and you go there and like you barely. I mean, you make like three times your money after your four days. That it doesn't—you barely covers like the two entries you made, and you're like it's kind—it's it's still hard, you know. Because some other tournament, they say you—you—you've been there, you know. Like if it's like whatever, it's a 1500 other series, you lose whatever, you know. Like you gotta beat like six thousand people, you know. Like it's super hard. But if it's like a big tournament, like for example, these ones I was just talking about, or like a 5K that you go deep and you get You get, like, a bad beat, like, with 15 left or something like that. That it happens to you all the time. You're, like, there I, like, I get, like, a couple of hours. I'm still, like, you know, like, maybe for the day I just don't feel, like, amazing. But, you know, you know what I do? I just just feel, like, on the World Series, for example, or, like, or, or any other tournament, if I go to play a series, it's okay. I mean, I lose the tournament. On to the next one, you know? Like, that's it, you know? Like, I mean, my head is... After 20 minutes or one hour, I'm ready to go. I'm like, okay, let's play another one. I mean, this is what I'm doing for a living. You know, like I can't be sad about like losing. I mean, you're not going to win every every tournament. or You're not going to be like, so, I mean, if you're not comfortable with losing, how how are you going to be a
0: successful poker player? I mean. And was was there anything different though? Like, because I mean, how many World Series events have you played? You think it's got to be on average over the course or whatever. So it's just crazy because I'm in the same boat as you. Well. Almost right. I have a second. I have like seven final tables. I don't have a win. And as much as I like to say, oh, it doesn't matter, it, do, you know, it's, you want to have that, right? It's just nice to have that on your resume, the actual win. Was there something different? Did you go into that tournament and were you on time? Were you super focused? Were you hungry or were you kind of just like whatever? Like, what was your mindset during this WSOP and actually during that event? Anything different or did this one just kind of click?
1: No, actually th- this is this was very different for me. I mean this, this was series like I was like on the best mindset. I was like doing every every day like I would I would wake up, I was doing like Windhoff, I would do the breathing, I would do after I would do the cold showers, then I would go to the gym, then I would go to do like cryo, you know, like cryogenesis, like on the like you get into the into the cold chamber, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I was, every day, I was, I didn't, I didn't go out for two months, and, wow, okay. yeah, I was like, I wasn't like, I didn't, I didn't go out with any girls, it was just like, I just, I knew what I had to do, and I actually, I, I had like so many deep runs, I ended up winning the bracelet, and I did, I mean, I didn't have the time to play that many cash games, because I was so focused on the tournament, but I like, literally, I played like, Really, really big cash games for like maybe eight, nine sessions, and I did, and I actually crashed too. Like, but I was, I was like on the zone, you know. Like I was like every day, wake up ten a.m. I would do the wind hop I would go to the cryo. I would go to the gym. I would be at at one at the at uh, the, uh, the Paris plane. That was it. Go to there too. Repeat for two months. I didn't drink. I didn't do anything. You know, I was like, yeah, that's it. I'm gonna win. And I ended up making like uh, over a million or something like in the two months. But I was like, you know, that mindset that I was like, okay, I I took a really big hit this year. Now it's time to like, okay, there's no parties. It's like, there is nothing, you know, like what, what I'm going to do is just to make money. And I was ready like mentally, physically, like I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to do this and I'm going to succeed. And I it happened. If you really make- believe. If you really believe it happens, but you know, like
0: it's complicated because Vegas is such a, you know how it is. <laughs> it's a playground. Yeah. And and then and it's also, it's like a summer camp. You got all your it's friends. A, you, there's you no everyone to poker. So like if you want to party or if you want to go have fun or go to the beach or do like, it's available easily. You want to a pool party. Yeah. You, you wanna go out, you start drinking,
1: you're like, whatever. Like you ended up like, and then. Honestly, I'm really bad at that. I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm I'm 40 right now, but like you know, I used to, you know, like it's different. Like right now, what I if I drink the, the next day, you know, I'm like, oh, I pay it. It's it's not free.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's tough on the to buy. I gotta ask about your your family in poker. And actually I wanna dive into sort of like your original results, which is crazy because I, I gotta have a statistic. I'm gonna go back. This is episode this is number funny, one. the number time I ever played in my no, life. So, I that's would. what I'm saying. It's crazy. I swear <laughs> to you, ninety percent plus. I'll put that. I'm almost sure on the show who are poker players like final table their first ever event. I wonder if there's something to that who stayed around because they like gets you hooked. But you you went first and second. What is that like to take for you know to to have that success right away and, and win a, even a five hundred dollar buy in but two thousand five right. This is uh. Seventeen years ago, or you're twenty years old. It was pretty big yeah. for me back right. then. Finding good yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. that. It's funny.
1: That's my second ever live tournament I played. The first one was the night a day before, and it was a limit holding tournament. This is my right. first no limit ever tournament I played in my life. Wow. I went to play in Aviation Club in France. I was living there because we were playing magic, and I went and um, like I say, okay, I wasn't even that good in you know limit. Honestly, I was. Pretty, pretty fishy to be honest. But being pretty fishy, I was a limit player because I was we were playing limit online. I, I wasn't that fishy compared to the other persons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I remember I won ace king to ace king when like 12 left for like all the chips. Uh
0: that was it. I won the tournament. Sick. So, and and how's so, your I always remember winning ace king to ace king with like 12 left. And how's your family support about poker? You got in from an early age. I mean you're from Argentina, you know, a, a poker and the culture there. I'm not, you know, now I think it's probably gotten more popular, but back then, like tell me a little bit about the early beginnings of poker and, and what your family support level was.
1: Um, they, they always been really supportive. My my mom, she always um they always I mean, whenever whenever I told them I I'm quitting college, you know, I was studying law and like to like be to play, they say. I mean, they say it's fine. I mean, you can do it. They, actually, whenever you, I don't know how it works in America, but in Argentina, if you're 18, for your parents to leave the country by yourself, they have to sign. Wow. So basically, yeah, they gotta give me a permit. So they say they gave me the permit and they sign, and I say, I mean, I, I want to quit. This is not what I want to do. I'm like, they say, okay, there is. The son, they always say something like this. You can only give them wings and then they can fly by themselves. I mean, there's nothing you can do to prevent like a son. It's like, no, I mean, yeah. even though my, fa- my parents, they wanted me to go to college school, you know, and, like be there. I mean, that was, they always, I mean, they didn't, they didn't push too hard. They just say, okay, you want to do this? Go do it. And that was amazing because, you know, like, I mean, I was, I I would have been like, my life would have been completely different. And I honestly think like, with like all the highs and lows and like what everything will happen. I just like, I think I lived like an amazing life through all the years. You know, I've been like doing whatever I want, traveling all the world around. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm so happy for what, like, what, what poker gave me and like Magic the Gathering gave me like through my life because it's like it's, it's 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 hard to think like that you can that you can have like this kind of life that is it's, it's kind of amazing honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've been playing poker for twenty years plus, I guess it feels like that. <laughs> eighteen years, yeah, eighteen years—a long time. I mean, I know. Well,
1: actually, twenty years. Yeah, I studied in two thousand
0: and two. Wow. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah, I no. think I was right around the same exact time, yeah. but. Wow. Um, and it, and it is. I always say this as well. I think Pretty poker. Is, uh, yeah, to, like I was fourteen, fifteen, maybe at yeah, about twenty years. I was in high in high school playing just like for fun, and yeah, put a little money online. Sa- same thing, right? We're we're from the money maker boom, like the two thousand three, two thousand two, yeah, and, and and rounders. Did you see rounders as well? Is yeah. that yeah? Right, right away. That Actually, was like, you know what you know who got me in, hmm. like David Williams. Okay. Yeah,
1: we were all playing Magic: The Gathering, and when he won in 2004, he he came second on the main main event to to Raymer, and we all said, "Okay, <laughs> this is the path we're going this way. If this guy can do it, and like literally, like every Magic player turned into poker. Like after that, it was like I was like, we were playing already, but it was that was like the the thing that it was like the switch, you know? Like okay, we're gonna play."
0: yeah it's it's amazing the magic you you touched on that I believe were you ranked like the number one player you were a tournament you did it for a living? Can you speak a bit about magic and how long you played?
1: yeah, I played since like I was seventeen to to like i was twenty three professionally uh but I still play I played last night
0: like all night <laughs> I was like really how how has that game changed because i I started to kind of get subsided i I had some magic cards I never actually played the game, but I had you know collected some when I was a kid like Poker's changed, right? The big blind Annie, the way it's done. Now there's four card, five card, different variations. How much has Magic actually evolved now, like, from when you played then? Are the rules different? Are there different? You know, is it, is yeah. it online more? What's
1: what's happening? Yeah, they changed some rules. I They made it, like, a bit more sim, uh, simple. Right. Um, it, it's super complicated. Like, I mean, like, it's like a game that, like, I mean, honestly, it's so hard. But it's, like, sometimes... Uh, I. I just have so much fun playing that but like sometimes like it's not to make any mistakes like you know what I mean like even in poker you know like it's, it's you can play way closer to play for me to to like play like a, in a good tournament or something or like to play like something close to good in magic it's like very hard sometimes because like there's so many interactions and you have to know all the cards and how this car interacts with this one and this right. one as you forget sometimes it's a new card they come a new card. I'm like, it's, but it's super fun and I love it. I mean, like,
0: it's, we should still play so much with like many of the old guys. That's cool and. And you know, is is there cheating scandals in magic? Because I heard chess these it they talk, about, they talk about anal beads now. There was this fishing thing scandal that came out with the weight in the fish, some huge stuff that well, they saw that that fishing one. I, yeah. I mean, it's it. just like everyone's doing some crazy stuff. Is that and, and we gotta talk about Jack Four off, of course. That's a hot topic, but in magic, what are people doing? Like, is it what can people do to cheat? Is that is that a problem? Obviously
1: online is impossible. But live tournaments, yeah, I, I used to remember there were like some, some well-known cheaters. It's kind of, it was kind of easy to cheat. I mean, but it also was like very, very, um, I mean, you would get banned, banned for life for like three years, no magic, four years. Right. So, I mean, I, I never cheated, you know, like, but like I know many players they did, you know, like, like they were, <laughs> it's funny because they were, I remember like cheats like this, you know, like you have seven cards, they will play this card. And then they would get it from the graveyard and play it again. I'm like it's like it's really, you can do many stuff. Like right. doing like, or like drawing two cards at the turn. Yeah. I, think was, I think that's I think that's one
0: of the I think one of the great things about games, golf, poker, chess, vacuum and all these different things, right? You can really get to know someone. And some of these games are one-on-one, some are at a table, uh, a setting, you know, golf, you go with four guys, people cheat. You you hear about it all the time. Guys move their yeah. ball, they drop stuff. They do like, you learn a lot about people on how they deal with your wins, your successes, your own personal, you know, winnings and losings. Like it, it's, it's a very interesting thing when you are able to play a game where there's variance luck and get to see how people react and how, you know, you handle success and other successes too. So I think that, um, I think I think that's why games are so great. And I, like you said, like I wouldn't trade it for anything. You know, you could say, oh, maybe I could have been a trader or this or that, but like I think poker genuinely is the greatest thing in the world. Like to, I wouldn't trade my 20 year, roughly, like what's my journey for pretty much anything, at least that I'm aware of, right? Like it, for me, it's the most fun. The People, the experiences, exactly. the travel, the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, all of it. It's exciting, you know, and, and you get to build it from basically nothing, right? That's the thing that is unique to us. Is like we started as kids like it's it's one thing if you're 40 years old right now and you find poker right you could get in some trouble like you start playing big games you have a family maybe you have a uh, other significant when you're like 18 16 and you're just like discovering the world you you, you go broke a couple times like okay like or whatever right you know it doesn't work out in a couple years or something and like you're just kind of doing it as a hobby it's okay so yeah no i think it's i'm always i'm fascinated i love I love these podcasts. I love talking to people and kind of going through their careers. And also, you know, there's not a ton of people that have been around for 20 years, right? Like there, there are some of the OG poker guys you still see. And even then, like they get families or play less. So it's cool to see people that have sort of made it for that period of time and been successful and, 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 and had a good time. So yeah, that's, that's very cool. Tell me your quick, I don't want to spend the podcast on the jack four off, but obviously you're a smart guy. You're in the poker scene you have a you have a very informed opinion right like you you understand the game we see so many people dive in on their opinions right with no real information and make it about women or men or you know say oh a girl kind of blow. you know like, crazy takes that have no no bearing or no understanding of the game for you, what is like your quick kind of just like overall analysis and thoughts on it i mean First of all, I hung out with Robbie
1: a little bit this World Series and I think she's super cool. Okay, so you actually you've met her and know her, so that's why yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She's she's fun. I mean, honestly, like my take is I, if you're actually gonna be cheating, are you gonna be cheating that dumb? I think I honestly I think I got cheated maybe once uh in a poker game. and um, it's it's not a hand like that that it goes, you know, it's like more like you know, we get it in set over set, I mean, like on the flop, and the guy hits the one, reverse the one out or whatever. And I know it could have been like a group game, you know, like, and then I was like, okay, I've never playing well, again in this this game. You know, but I think it's like whenever it's a cheat, it should be more sophisticated. But also, I was just seeing, seeing something about Doug, Doug Paul today that this guy Rip says, what a sick call before turning a hand. And that gave me, that that gave me like the intrigue. And I'm like, how does, how does, how does he know what a sick call? He doesn't even know what, before she flipped over the hand. You know what I mean? He's just well, like, unless,
0: unless she's, well, okay, look, unless she saw the, um, unless saw the, uh, the, the hand that he had ate high, right? Like, I don't know if maybe she didn't see the hand, but I will say like my, you know, I don't. Like, I don't know her. I haven't seen all the footage. I'm not like super. You know, you can go into the Joey Ingram, Doug Polk. They're doing amazing coverage, right? They're having all the yeah, people yeah. on the shows. They're they're go, they're recapping, replaying, showing stuff. So like, they're deep into it, and they have a much better idea, I think. But I have I've had experience being in, involved where something happened, and you know, I, I will say the like, fact that she ran it twice. I guess is and that's that's important, but at the same token, if she says once and they're like, it's very obvious if you're at a game and they only want to run once and you take a bad beat or crazy hands, right? That also looks very shady, like for a big. Part. If
1: It is one; it's a hundred percent cheat.
0: Right. That's. I mean, like, I've seen it before, where guys like it's queens, the aces, and like oh one, it's home game, you know, one time, yeah, one time only, and like you're behind what? and it smoked the queen. It's like crazy you know what shit. I was thinking. Yeah,
1: I was thinking like a good way to avoid this. Why don't we get to the point that? If you if you're scared about that why don't okay perfect or we, we they put out the flop
0: give give it like a, a shuffle so or, this uh, is very interesting i just heard this they do this in cyprus at a merit i believe like often and it it actually it's a little more work for the dealers but really it's not it doesn't how, matter how there's hard. a little that is a way that would literally prevent like almost 100% those things. And I think that should happen more because, you know, there's going to be I some curious. that are like, Oh, the deck, but like, yeah, who cares? Right. it's like a random outcome. And like, now it's a random, it's, you outcome. Do that.
1: It's a random yeah. outcome. You know, like I was saying, if you guys are so scared about this, let's yeah. just give a riffle, you know, like shuffle and the guy to the left of the bottom cuts the deck. That's it. Or the dealer cuts it. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. It it,
0: but, but the, the other side, the other thing I thought was super strange about the hand was like, she was engaging with Garrett after the hand, and she said, "I thought you had Ace high." So like I think Jack high. Right. And then so I think it kind of comes down to this. Did she misread her hand or not? Because if she does believe yeah, she, she had she Jack did misread her? Hand. Okay, okay, so she didn't misread her hand. How can she say that she, she thought he had Ace high, call off a 100,000 with Jack four off, no redraw, no draw, and then say she put him on Ace high. And then like from the, s- the standpoint of two runs? if you, let's just say hypothetically, she knows she's winning the first one, right? Like it's like she were able to know the out, the run out and the, there are things and devices and the, all kinds of stuff. I don't know who has access, who's in the thing, whatever, right? Let's just say she did get that far. Then it's like a free roll, right? If you know, you have the best hand on the river on the first one, then like, you know, like, cause if, if she had chopped the second run, there probably wouldn't be as much, almost, I mean, there'd be a lot less talk, it would be less of a thing. She wouldn't have had to give them or wouldn't have gotten put in a spot to give the money back. It would have been weird, but like it, no one would really like, oh, okay. Cause like then you would, you, you or I would know it's kind of fishy, right? Or people that understand poker where the first run, right? She won. And then she's like free rolling the second. That's kind of my take. The thing when she said that he has ace high, I thought you had ace high. He asked her, why did you call then? And she kind of just like, she could have, like, she, she could have said right then, I thought I had a three. Like even though it was very clear that she didn't, she looked at her card. Someone asked if you had a three. It was like all that. So I don't believe she thought she had a three. I, and if you, I, I don't believe, honestly, I don't believe yeah. anything she said after that. Yeah. So like it's kind of, and then you could argue maybe she's flustered. To be honest maybe, with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I I just I just don't buy it. I mean, my first take was like, yeah. okay, this is cheating. Then I looked it again. I'm. Honestly, like it, it, it can definitely happen. You know, like you just have like a brain fart. You know, like when you're playing a really good player. I mean, like this, these inexperienced players, like they just want to take a stand. You know, like okay, I mean, I'm, I'm fuck you, running over me hand after hand. I mean, obviously, it's not the hand you would pick. You would pick like maybe an ace high or a king high or something like yeah it makes it a bit more sense.
0: Yeah, also the 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 um the emotion on the end, right? Like it's like it's an absolutely um, you know, epic spot. It's a huge thing and she like wasn't the immediate reaction would be probably super excited, right? Like it's I it's just kind of like crazy. Like she looked almost like sheepish like afterward. And, and I actually felt sick watching it for Garrett. Like, I, I don't no. know. I actually felt it in my heart. I was like, holy shit. I,
1: I mean, if that ha- happens to me in a cash game, I'm like, okay, I got cheated hundred percent. There is like, I would, I would look exactly like him. Even worse. I mean, he, he actually kept the count so well, like that. I'm impressed. I would like, I would say like a lot of things to you in that hand. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I, honestly, I I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to keep myself. As I'm very impressed how he handled the situation, honestly, because right. I would, I would
0: go fucking off. I mean, and then Phil Ivy's there, the reaction, like it's just kind of a crazy. The whole thing is crazy. You got like you know, you got you got you got big names there. It's bright lights, it's huge stuff, and it's like the min rays call off. whole like I I don't know. It's it feels funny for sure. I think like again, I I, I hate to. You know the innocent until proven guilty and all this. Like I hate to speculate or whatever. I just know as a poker player and also having some experience with some like unkosher things that I've seen and how it got done. Like I- I'm very skeptical for sure. I'm on and 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 I've never met her. I'm not going to say one way or the other. Like I just it doesn't. It looks funny. Like I would definitely need some like I would want to have an investigation. That's for sure. I would, uh, yeah, I feel the same way. But it also it can
1: also be like I mean I understand like also what I say. Like it can only. It can also be like a complete like brain fart coming from her. But yeah. I think it's a 50-50 right now. I mean, I honestly,
0: I mean, I don't know. Because if you're cheating that way, you're like, what the fuck but, are you hey, doing? I, I say this, though. The, That's the, the only point, thing. I, I agree. But look at Nacho. If you or I or anyone who has a basic understanding of poker and is common sense, wanted to cheat or had that ability and, and did it and wanted to do it. We could do it. We'd do it forever because, like, you you would make bad co- You would lose hands. You would yeah. you would get coolerd when you're supposed to get coolerd. You would you would uh, you would do it all right. But like the greed and the the silliness of it, and like the like you know. And then you could argue, why didn't she have more money, or why didn't why did they run it twice? Like, well, you know, if you're gonna do it, there's certain like basic things that you would understand to try not to do And At the same time, why would you choose that hand? You could just do it all the all these other hands, like. You know, in spots where you have good hands to play and play your regular hand. And then, anyway, all right, we'll we'll leave it at that. I don't want to make this about that. I just it's current, it's interesting, and I'm curious on yeah, kind of your perspective as a no limit crusher playing poker for so long, kind of where you fall on it. So interesting to know you know her and um yeah, it's a t- it's a difficult spot. I'm I'm curious what what's Very gonna deep. happen. What's gonna happen for sure? Like the possible. I, I think we're all. I mean, like, honestly, also they've been giving the money back. You know, it was like what. That was super bizarre as well. Like, and now uh, you hear the yelling on the side and then like what was happening, but like, exactly. Like, I'm, that's another thing I mean, I, if
1: legit, I mean, for me, if it's like a legitimate hand, I mean, I was like, why would I give you the money back? Like I put fucking $130,000 like on the line. I mean, like now I'm going to give you the money back.
0: Right, and it and was, she, now she, we find out- Some things don't make sense. Right, I mean, she was backed by the guy or had a staked and like she would, you know, doesn't consult with him or like take a moment like she just like gives it right back. It's uh, yeah. So anyway, it's, it's a crazy deal, man. It's crazy, it's crazy but I, I think people are asking if it's bad for poker. Like and it's got national press and it's not like she did cheat or didn't like officially. And it's a lot of worldwide news and people are talking about it everywhere. I, I don't know. I think poker in general is booming. Like you see the online, the live, the, the WSOP on GG just had 20 plus million, you know, 23 million prize pool, 2.7 million to first, like Poker seems very healthy in the moment at the live and online yeah, spot. Yeah, this is so, kind
1: of, this is, I, I honestly don't like this. You know, it's like, I, I, TV for poker. I just don't want, I just want like, uh, you know, like people that get scared, you know, like oh, i going to play like, uh, you know, like private games, even like, I mean, I think we have to do like something that is like impossible to cheat. So what I was saying, you know, like, yeah, okay, sure. Okay. The deck is cut. Perfect. You burn, you shuffle next let's go shuffle after every street let's do something let's find out what's the what's the best deal like to avoid this like i don't want to be playing for like millions because i've been i've been playing the whole the past two years for like super high uh high stake cash games and i you know I just i mean honestly on the game i play you know i know i know the owner i mean like it's like i mean i know there's zero percent chance i'm getting cheated or anything
0: and well, i well listen I Nothing zero or a hundred. I will say, I love that idea about as also being involved or, you know, having doing, seeing the home games. Like, I think that's a great idea. And I know some games do that. Like I personally would feel a lot more comfortable if that's like what happened. I I think that that's something you could almost ask the players, you know, or, or whatever. Like, cause the thing is probably most people think that they just don't want to, uh, they don't want to, you know, admit it. Right. Or they don't want to, they, they, they want to yeah, they they don't want to say, "Oh, do that," right? But it's like that. Ultimately, is um, it's something good to do? I think, right? You just like yeah, offer exactly. that up.
1: If yeah. You want, It takes one more second. You know, like who cares? Like it yeah. takes the, a re, uh, refill shuffle. You know, like whatever.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. Um, so, tell me, upcoming upcoming plans. What is now? You've won the bracelet. You've done many. You know, you've done. You've got the three LAPTs. Are you focused more on? Do you have like any goals in terms of? earnings career money list more bracelets like what what are goals for you in poker at this point um
1: goals i mean yeah i mean i just wanna i'm gonna go play like the epts and like uh, the world series now in europe so for now that's are like my my current goals just try to do good um yeah just try to improve like um study more i mean like yeah just uh spend more time you know like playing i mean i'm probably maybe thinking about like coming maybe to stay in europe more and just i really i really enjoyed it so but also there are like so many good tournaments in america i kind of want to go back i'm thinking about going back to play the uh the, the win uh i think it's in december like the 10k um so yeah so no, I mean I just gonna stay here. I say I'm gonna be out of America for like four months and came to Europe. Um then we have the World Cup, soccer world Cup, that I really think Argentina is gonna win. And um, so you guys should bet on Argentina and support Argentina. Um yeah, I'm gonna just be here and then yeah, go back over there and maybe yeah, play some more poker and I was, you know, I was doing a lot of crypto, but we got like really crashed. So I was kind of doing a lot of that. And we had like many, we did a lot of things uh, in crypto, but you know, like the last, last seven, eight months have been really rough for crypto. So I kind of backed off a little bit. So now I'm more focused in poker, but I'm pretty sure like we're going to have like a, a bull market like in the horizon, maybe when the Fed stopped printing money. Um, and we're gonna, I'm gonna be back like doing uh, a lot of crypto like I was doing, you know.
0: And, and what tell me, you said you had a pretty insane year. You know, what is, what have been some learnings you've had with crypto and, and poker in terms of variance and, and whatnot? Cause it's pretty, it's pretty wild, right? Like the, 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 the crypto ride, I think a lot of poker players have been privy to stuff early, right? You use it, people use it for sites or, lux on coin rivet people use it to deposit they use it for for live events obviously in cyprus there was just that that big series like what have you kind of learned or what has crypto taught you in terms of variance because it's all it's at a whole new level than poker right i mean the most
1: important thing that crypto taught taught me don't use leverage i mean always always super over leverage i mean i made like so much money with leverage also but then when the things go wrong you don't want to be on the side of like using leverage so I mean it's just like whenever people ask me you know what's, what's your take I mean you gotta be first of all you gotta be really really in the day to day to be like using like high amounts of leverage like I was using so if you're not like really experienced or like really like you know what you're doing it's just like stay away because you're gonna get destroyed like uh, I got destroyed I mean but I mean I got destroyed for other reasons but even though like, I mean, just whatever you think is a good value coin. Let's say right now you think uh, Bitcoin is a good price, or like Ethereum or like Cosmos. You just buy it and hold it, and like yeah, whatever. In five years, like that's you're probably gonna have like a a good amount of money, or that you're gonna make a a really good profit. Like in the long term, it's just just don't think it like. In the short term, you know, like it might go down a little bit more. Like I'm pretty sure Bitcoin can go to like 13,000 still or like 14 or 12. But on the long run, I mean, I think it's just like if you're not, I mean, there's so many, so many tools. We started doing like DeFi like two, three, two years ago, like two, two and a half years ago. And like, I mean, it was, I mean, obviously you can make so much money and you can do like so many things that people is not used to. and and it's amazing i mean like there are like so many tools and like so many protocols that you can use uh how to how to how to earn like um interest how to earn like uh shields how to earn like so many things but at the end of the at the end like i think whatever what is the the most easy for like people that they don't understand too much of the field is like just buy and hold whatever you think is a good coin and it's something good in the long term. Like, don't don't get too, you know, like, don't try to play on the, you know, like, too much on the, the things that you don't know about, because you're going to get wrecked, like, the majority of the people. And there are so many exploits and so many other things that you need to know that, like, I mean, sometimes like, the people say, like, oh, I have money on this side. I mean, I got shredded. I got this. I had money on Celsius, and i I mean, it's hard, you know, like, crypto is not that easy, it's not regulated, and um, so basically, like, my, my take for, like, people is, like, just, like, buy whatever you thinks is good, and it's going to be good on the long term, and I just hold it, and maybe stake it somewhere that you you think is going to give you, like, something safe that is going to give you a couple percentage a year, and that's it, you know, like, we just uh, don't overthink it too much.
0: For sure. No, it's... it's- I agree with that advice, and um, th- kind of s- s- going back here to the LAPT because I do want to touch on that. You're a three time LAPT winner. The first one coming in what was this? 2000, I believe that's the first one. Was that right? 2010, your yeah. first one, or no? 2000, yeah. LAPT. Oh, two in the same year. Yeah. Okay. So you you win this. What what was? uh Dorbachtuak. And, and 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 how was? How are these? How special were these events? Because I see some big names in here still, but you know, it's obviously. I think at the time, at least, Latin America was behind the ball on overall, like the quality of player, maybe. But do you feel like you had a huge advantage in these versus the other series, or was it maybe you knew some of the players better? What were you able to do to just win three of these and be the only three-time LAPT winner?
1: No, honestly, I mean, I, I run super good on the LAPTs. Like, I mean, we were all like. Kinda, I mean, obviously, like back then, it was like the level was way softer, like way, way softer. But yeah, I mean, it was just like, I mean, I, I don't think I had like, I mean, I was maybe, you know what? Like people had like, I was like, I had like a really, like the people would fear me a little bit in South America, maybe a small because I was winning so much. So yeah, that kind of gave me an edge at some point. Because I was like, oh, Nacho is winning this. Nacho is winning, winning, winning this. Uh, So, yeah, you know, like, it's more like maybe the people make some, you know, like, not the good players, but like an amateur or something, they make more mistakes or they want to play more hands against you or they they play something that should never play because it's like, oh, you know, like, exactly what Robbie happened, you know, like, the hand. You know, like, sometimes they just take a stand against you where they shouldn't and, like, they just end up giving you the whole stack or whatever. So, yeah, so, I mean, I had, like, kind of, like, that edge, I think, but I, I didn't have – honestly, in 2010, I ran so hard. It was, like, it was not even normal. It was, like, maybe, you know, like, the year, like, you know, Dan Coleman won everything, you know, like, he was, like, you just never lose a flip. You just win every hand. I mean, like, it's so easy, you know, like, sometimes it's just you go on those tricks, you know, like, or, like, what Adamo did, like, last year playing live, you know, like, you just win you just win every hand, you know, like, I mean – no matter what happens, he wins every tournament, you know, like, I mean, like it happens, but yeah, obviously that gives you a boost in your confidence and you're there in the hands. And whenever you're losing, you're making more mistakes and you're like, you're not confident and you're losing every hand, you're losing every flip, you're losing everything. And whenever you're winning, it's just like, Oh, I'm going to win this hand. You know, like it's like a mindset, you know, like it's just there. Yeah.
0: That, that, um, that is, it's an interesting thing. You mentioned Dan Coleman, of course, good friend of ours. Uh, great player kind of spent been off the poker for a bit just kind of enjoying but you know those type of runs right you must and exactly in that area in that domain you must be kind of feared right you can feel it when he's like guys are folding their big blind too much you know it's sort of like the helm youth or, or, a, or a girl right they have a different way at the table where they know either people are trying to get them or they're like scared of them and that's a very nice place to be in because you can kind of tell right away right if someone's like trying to get you or attack you and what hands are playing and how they're playing against you or guys that kind of respect you and just sort of, you know, stay out of the way. So is, is that something you feel like over the years you've been able to really be an exploitively, you've capitalized on the exploit of the game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, I mean,
1: I was sorry. I, I got focus because I seen that there is no light here. Can we, you want me to turn off yeah. the lights?
0: Nacho, so okay, we got to ask the, yeah, turn, get a little light. Ladies, yeah. I, I I do want him to confirm. I believe he's single completely. So I know this is a predominantly male podcast, but we do like to always check in with the, the guest on their relationship status if they're married. it was like a beauty,
1: it was a beautiful daylight when we started the podcast. Yeah, well, the background like you got the was you got the the my I was on the shadows. I'm like, what the fuck.
0: Yeah, it's about, it's the wrong way. You need like the you need the light to come yeah, oh, you Got to have mean, the professional I'm, and then wait the background.
1: I, I, need some, I need some love.
0: Can we confirm are you single or not? I told you this yeah. male, you know, you Sorry. are. So are, how has that been being in relationships over the years or not, you know, in poker and 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 is it is it easier or harder cuz you're free schedule but the schedule's tough for a significant other to kind of put up with the late hours or the travel and spread So How have you dealt with relationships over the years in in poker? Um good question I mean I mean
1: yeah I mean I I I didn't get to I I mean I don't get too much into relationships just like to be free I dated many girls in these years but you know like not like like super serious maybe maybe a couple of them were more serious and they were like uh, I mean I spent many some some years with them but like it was not like no like you know I just don't want to be glued you know like every day you know like like someone you know like every trip and then like I just I I like being by myself you know and like yeah sometimes I travel you know like with girls and like I took many girls to poker tournaments and stuff and I enjoy it but sometimes you know like you go to a poker tournament and now for example I was just Like a girl came to visit me now like in, in Bratislava and I was like I mean, you know, I'm like, I'm going to be playing like 14 hours a day. I mean, you want to be here. I mean, I'm, sometimes it's, it's hard. When, even when they're like, they're not your girlfriends, you have to understand that they're like, I mean, it's not like I don't want to spend time with you. You know, it's just like, I came here to play and I'm going to be playing from noon to 3 a.m., 4 a.m. every day. Then I wake up, I try to go to the gym. and like, I mean, I have no time. It's not like I don't want to have time for you. It's just like it, sometimes... Those like schedules is it's way better. You know, if you go to a trip, let's say to PCA or like, uh, something like, uh, in the, in the, in the Caribbean, like, yeah, I mean, that's, that makes way more sense, you know, but sometimes it's like, yeah. I mean, for example, if I would have like somebody with me in Vegas during the World Series, I mean, good luck, <laughs> good luck spending time with me because yeah. I would go from gym, as I told you, gym to the World Series to play. If I would bust whatever I'm playing, I would go to
0: play cash I mean. It's hard. It's hard to find. Yeah, because then hard. it's also, then you're not, you're like playing and you find yourself, oh, I might go to dinner with them or not. So maybe I'll play a little looser. You're not like in your pure, clear intention, exactly. right? Of like my best version of myself, like off your phone, you got to like, Check in with them. Oh, are you coming to dinner? Maybe. I got 12 big blinds. So, like, oh, I'm gonna yeah, I, like, um, yeah, I push a push a little more. You don't play your absolute best, and it's just it's a tricky deal. Um, yeah, that, that makes it. I gotta ask you about the Argentina all-time money list. You're number two. You mentioned Ivan Luca, he was the first ever win a Great player. Of course, Maria, uh, who also has had some unbelievable scores, very talented. And then I gotta ask you about this man, Alejandro lacoco,'s is huge, he's an absolute legend. Guy crushes it, plays you know had a had a main event final table, he actually has won some other tournaments and he's hes look at it he got first year, November nine final table first year the e p t in twenty twenty two i mean this guy can actually play poker. How well do you know him, and he's great for the game and, and a t- very talented musician
1: yeah, I know him for maybe four years or something like that you know three, four years. I mean, I always get along with him so good. I mean, he's, he's just an, uh, such a nice person, you know, like he's one of those real down to, to earth guys. I mean, this guy was like, um, he was rapping, like he was doing freestyle uh, on the buses, you know, like to make like, bro, if I tell you how much money that people would give you on a bus in Argentina when you're freestyling, it, it might be like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's not even one dollar what they would give you. It would give you way less than that. Right. I mean, so that's how it started, you know, like and um, um, he he's like a really really nice person. Like he's I think he's he's super aggressive. If like you ever play with him, like he's just like he's out of control. The other day he was at the five, I mean we were playing the 5K. And he was, he was to my left, and it's like, the guy just never stops. It's like, goes off, goes off, and goes, like, completely crazy. The other day, even I was playing with him on GG. We sat down on, like, a 1K or something. The first hand, you know, I get dealt kings. It's like I race, call, he 3-bets, I 4-bet, he 5-bet shops, like, initial stack, like, ace-queen, you know, like, the guy goes for it, you know, like you're not going to be fucking around. If you're there forbidding light to him, the guy is going to profit about that, you know, like, I mean, and then we got it in, whatever. Yeah, I had Kings, yeah, they screen, but I have some, I was like so much of the time there, you know, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like he knows, I mean, he's, and and I actually think like the way he plays, is just so perfect for the main event. Like, because his people is so scared. And like, and you're there on the main event sitting like okay you know like i'm doing this and i'm doing this and this guy comes out doing because he has like a re- good understanding of poker but he also does like so many f- free style he plays like super street poker that you're like there playing like you know like playing gto or whatever like trying to sing what the best play is. and the guy comes like out like firing like doing like a six-bed shove on the turn with ace high and you're like I mean, come on, bro. He, this guy, he has to have it, you know. Like
0: you're not used to those things, right? I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It, it's <laughs> fun.
0: I, it seems like a fun, fun. I played with him once on a televised thing in in Brazil, actually, and, and that was the first time I met him. But he seemed fun, and that was. I mean, he's gotten very good. He's obviously he's winning events, right? He's winning like thousand person buy-ins for for money. He's final table yeah. November nine, and he's. I know Ivan and him are tight. What what? How how great is uh how great a player is Ivan Luca?
1: I mean Ivan, yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean he's always been really really good. He he's not playing the live scene any uh, much now, but I see him playing a lot online. I think he's gonna be a father, so I'm I'm really happy for him.
0: Amazing. And
1: um, yeah, I mean he's Ivan is a natural skill. But the guy I really like is Damian on
0: the fourth. Yeah, man, that guy's tough. He, he to me, he, he won the 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 year, right? The the he won the main yeah. event. Yeah. During well, the the main. COVID. Yeah. And you know that yeah, was a he's bit of one a of my
1: best friends in poker, yeah.
0: Yeah, he wins this. A, he's an amazing player. He's a, one of the best persons, too. Great guy. So Seems like a great guy every time I. So I mean, yeah, Argentina's got they got some they got some some great pa- players. Yeah. And would you yeah. say the game,
1: Ramiro, is doing great too. Petrone, you, you yeah. seen him a lot. Yeah, he's he was, been on the
0: GG final yeah. tables, Super Millions weekly a lot. I see him there often, actually. Um, what's his? Uh, what's his? Where Where is he from? Is he Is he like more newer? He's newer, or he's been around? No, for, you know? no, he's
1: been around forever.
0: But now yeah. he's been doing really, really, good, really good. Yeah. Also, also has a lot of success. Seems like a really, really nice guy too, and a good table presence. So yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see. What is what tournament do you look forward to most coming up? What What is your What's your like? would you Do you map out your year? Do you look ahead, and obviously COVID's been a little weird because it's sort of through, like, the regular schedule. Like, what is the the stops you just won't miss?
1: I mean, yeah, uh, the the stops I I never miss. Like, I used to not to miss ever, like, the EPTs because I was sponsored by Stars, and then I just kept playing because I just love them. Then now I just never miss, like, the World Series. I usually go a lot to Miami. I really like the the seminal over there, the, the whatever they have, like the World Poker Tour or the Seminole's Hard Rock Series or whatever. I think those are amazing value. And now there are also so many tournaments in Vegas, you know, like I just just go there and play. So it's like I was playing so much cash lately that like I didn't pay so much attention in tournaments. But then I kinda started like putting time and playing more tournaments on like beam I just like traveling more to tournaments because I really enjoy, you know, I just, I love playing tournament poker, even though I just love playing cash game a lot too. But you know, like what I like about tournaments is like sometimes in the private cash games, you know, like I have to, it's more like a party. It's more like a, you know, you have to drink and you're like, it's just like, it's, it's, it's a bit more tough on your health. That's just like being like, you know, like going to play
0: tournaments. It's like chilling. Um, yeah, it's, it, I agree. I, I don't know. There's something, it's just something magical about tournaments, getting chips deep in the prize pool and knowing it's a set format, right? Like you can't, people just can't rebuy and there's a record of it and all that. I, I, I love that. What is it, what would it mean to you being, how long were you with PokerStars? Cause I remember this, I know you were, you know, kind of the face of Latin America poker and one of the, the main ambassadors. What was that experience like becoming a, a sponsored pro at the time too, during the kind of the peak of poker?
1: Um... I really enjoyed it. You know, it was like, uh, I was with them with like five years, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. five. From like 2008 to like 2013. And then at some point like PokerStars, like they just decided like um, they needed more like sports figures and they just like kind of like dropped like 70% of their team pros. Yeah. And I was one of them. But I really thought like it was a great company. Uh, When like Isaac, uh, Mark Scheimer, they were running it. Then when they sold it, it kind of went downhill. Like I just like I disagree with like many of the policies. Like if you see it, also like now, like it's it's, it's kind of dead. You know, like it's like I really I don't need, I I just say to my friends that I'm uh, I don't even want to play there anymore in my life. The other day I had this situation like where um. I went to London to play the WCU main event, the 10K. There was a 10K and the 10K PLO, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I asked for a friend because I barely played there. I never played. So I didn't have balance in my account. I asked for, uh, you know, Francisco Benito to Tomate, like, hey, will you transfer me money? So he transferred me 30,000 or like, I had like some money left. So let's say, uh, whatever, I had like 40K to play. Then they canceled the whole tournaments, right? yeah. He canceled all the tournaments. I was like already playing a couple. They canceled the whole tournaments. The next day I tried to transfer the money back to him and they don't let me. And I and I emailed them and like, hey, listen, I've been at Team Power Star Pro for five years. This um th- this guy sent me money to play the two ten case and and some other stuff. And I'm not gonna play. Can you can you ref- can you can you send him the money back? We say no. You have to play back and forth. I sent like five emails with them, and like, what are you saying? I mean, like, you canceled the whole fucking tournaments, and now you can't transfer the money back. Are you guys out of your mind? It's all your it's all your
0: fault. I mean, I don't want to play in your side. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's sorry. pretty. Look, I was sponsored there for as well. Like, I think you left before I was there. Was it? I was there 17 and 18, basically. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know that Scheinberg. Everyone gives him so much credit and praise, and. How well it was run and then I know there was a couple different transfers of ownership and teams and it's you know I, I don't know I, I again I think obviously they were sort of like the build the biggest site and the critic you know build it up and build the game of poker and they've done a lot but yeah it does seem a bit um you know it, it's it, it just seems a bit like some some strange decisions going on and stuff but what, is, what is
1: this I mean you cancel the whole tournament so now you want me to play cash game or to play tournaments till I unlock the money so I can transfer it back did they did they give it back eventually? No,
0: I still have it. Wow, that's crazy. That is actually crazy.
1: How, how crazy is that? I was, I was, I was. I mean, I I just came out with this because we were in the podcast. I was just like had a couple of years. I was not gonna say, you know, because I like, I really, I really like the yeah. whole life. But this is like, this is completely out of line. This is like, I mean, I mean, I am. They say no, it's cause of money laundering. I mean, like, what the fuck are you talking about money laundering? I've been playing poker for twenty years. Tomati's been playing for twenty years or fourteen years. We're both professional poker players, a friend. He sent me money, I sent him back. What the fuck are you talking about money laundering? We all right, yeah. How can you come up with that in an email to me, like saying that? I'm like, I mean, like, so now I understand why. GG Poker is like completely that obliterated them because they will never treat the customer like that. Because like yeah. they leave because of that. And if you see now, I was telling my friends, like, what the fuck, bro? I played one day, I played on Saturday. I played like maybe I played like three, two Ks on stars on W Cook, and they were like old regs. It was like a disaster. Like, I'm I i do not want to be playing here, you know, like okay, yeah, it's like 2K re-entry, re-entry with like 80 players like you see the lobby and you know the the i know 85 of the 80 you know what i mean i'm like what the fuck is going on and i never played i mean like this this is this is why you guys playing i have to beat the show vieira and
0: like what the fuck? i mean yeah okay. yeah yeah for sure yeah look I, i'll say I, i'm look i'm, I'm happy on. sorry, I, yeah, 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 sorry no for okay, my okay, business, okay, i'm look. giving you more business you know no i i i there's a lot of options, you know, there are good, a lot of sites doing a lot of things well and it's, um, there's a lot of, a lot of good series, a lot of places to play and, and for sure. I mean, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm biased, but very happy with GG, love the software, love the guarantees, obviously the World Series of Poker, hosts with partnered, right, you can win a bracelet. I got it. That's going to be my last question for you today is, I know you got, you got, you you got some stuff going on there. You're in Europe. I appreciate you coming on. I got to ask you about the bracelets online. Now that you, maybe your opinion is different, but you've won the live bracelet if you had won a online bracelet, would it feel different? Do you think it matters? Is there an asterisk to those winning online, or as an online original player to background? How do how do you feel it calibrates, or is it should it be the same?
1: No, it's definitely not the same. I, I feel it's not the same, but I think it's super prestigious. Also, I mean, but I mean, if you're playing, if you're if you're online grinder, winning you know, on like like a online bracelet, it feels amazing. I mean, everything that it comes with winning, I just like, even if I win the the $150 or whatever whatever I'm playing, I just like winning, you know? Like, I've been always, I had that since I, I'm, a, you know, like I was playing Magic, you know? Like, I just want to win. I want to win the tournament no matter what. And, like, people sometimes like, hey, what do you do this play or why? I mean, I just don't care about, like, the patience, you know? Like, I mean, I, I always, you know, like, I just want to finish first. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I finish eight or fourteen, you know, like, and I'm, but I, sh- I, just go for it. I'm gonna go for it. I mean, I'm not like the kind of player that I never be like, you know, like trying to ladder up and like get like, oh, the the twenty k pay or whatever, you know, like, you know, like, you know how it is, chef. You you you've been there for a long time, you know, like the money's in the top three, yeah, on the top four. I mean, you know, I mean, like, so like we would say, no, I this is a forty k pay and it's just like a full like a, a spot that I would like, I just, you know, like that. It's kind of like you just have to go for it because you made like a fifty k patient or whatever. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, yeah. I, you know, like I would rather die, you know, like on my own doing like. And I, that's what I, if you see like my stats. I have so many firsts in my career. I like, it's like, yeah, so many. Like it's crazy. Like I just, I just finished first, like, or like I just, whatever, I
0: just don't finish, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a more fun way to do it. And I think like, that's, that's a very difficult concept for people to get around, right? Like, it's like, okay, if you finish, you know, or or maybe make the money, right? But you go in the money and then you go for it and go out, right? There's a, there's just a lot more in that top spot than getting 10th or 12th or 15th or eighth, all, you know, more, right? So yeah, I, I think that's a, uh, that's a, that's a big concept to grasp and certain players are better at doing that than others for sure. And and you definitely have some, some big results. So look at, I, I know, Nacho, I know we've been trying to do this for a while. We've been in different time zones. We've been traveling and always a pleasure. Always enjoy catching up with you. And of course we'll be doing it again. We'll have to, we'll run it back. And you have been a guest on the super millions. If you guys ever want to watch some commentary, you can go and check that out. I believe that was a, that was a fun final table we did. I think it was a, yeah, some yeah. Big- I loved it. Big, big play. And uh yeah, yeah, yeah hopefully. that was,
1: a, was one of the best i seen, honestly. Yeah. that just, With Fisoka and Wiso Wiso Heads Up, He was amazing.
0: Yeah, that was cool. We'll
1: put For that. I recommend the- everybody to go watch that one. Uh, you can go on Twitch. On the past emissions, like the Heads Up is just like bananas. <laughs> yes.
0: That was, that it was, was a, yeah that was a masterclass. That'll be it. We'll put that link in the show more. That was on YouTube. That's on the GG Poker or my Jeff Girls Poker. I do have a, uh, a highlight from those those videos on there so listen nacho i appreciate it very much man i wish you the best and always a pleasure congrats thank on winning you, the man. bracelet congrats on all your success and we'll uh we'll be having a, a cerveza thanks soon. thanks for having me it was uh, you know i'm here for you bro you're my dog i love it man i love it well congrats again thank you so much for the time and i will i'll see you on a stop very soon and in, in miami of course we'll see each other soon you still owe me a dinner because you lost on the I need I need to get an Excel sheet. I, I think I'm just going to start treating. On the, on the media. I know, no, I believe it. I'm just going to start treating all my guests anyway. I, I can't win anyway, and I may as well just treat instead of uh, having to, you know, put it. I think you're pretty really bad
1: so. picking. You know, I'm picking the the snake drop.
0: <laughs> so yes. you see. All right, fair enough. All right, guys. Well, listen, that's Natural Barbero. Where can they? I, I forgot to do this. I should have done this before. Um, where is this? Is this the best place to follow you on on Instagram, Twitter? Yeah, where do you? Uh,
1: twitter nacho
0: underscore barbero beautiful all right there it is and there's and and you like you you prefer more what do you like to post more on
1: uh
0: i post more on instagram but i I, i've been posting some on on twitter actually all right and last thing ladies single he's ready he's he's 40 he's got his bracelet he's got his accolades he's he's ready is is nacho going to be a daddy one day are you you want kids let's close with that family yeah
1: i kind of want but maybe later like I was thinking like honestly, like I always thought like I was gonna be at that like 35 to 38, and then it kind of changed. I'm leaning toward more like uh, around fifty now. But yeah, eventually for sure. I mean now not now, it's definitely not now the time. Like I'm right right now, it's like uh I feel more like yeah, maybe maybe yeah, having a girlfriend or something, but like maybe let's
0: start with the dog, one thing at a time. Yeah, 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 kids, so, yeah. A Once again, time yeah, for sure. All right, guys, appreciate you. We will be back for another edition of the Jeff Gross Podcast, the Flow Show coming up. This was number one seventy four. Nacho Barbero, give him a follow. Give him your love, support. The guy is a great guy, great player, and we wish him the best. So thanks again, Nacho. Thank you, bro. Bye. See you next thanks. time.